On this Pentecost Sunday, our scripture reading this morning is from Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 13. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were staying in Jerusalem God-fearing Jews from every nation under the heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt, the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said, They have had too much wine. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. It's our birthday, church. Happy birthday. We should celebrate the birth of the church. So look around and wish a couple people happy birthday, sister. Happy birthday, brother. (laughs) It is the church's birthday and we have every reason to celebrate. Now, I have to admit, I am not a great birthday celebrator. I try to remember people's birthdays and give them a gift to say, hey, we remembered you. But I'm also likely to be the one to say, yeah, it's their birthday. If we don't celebrate it today, we'll get to it sometime soon. It's just a day on the calendar. Now, my wife, on the other hand, is a great birthday celebrator. She always wants to make someone's birthday, what, you know, for example, our sons or their wives or our grandkids. She wants to make it as great as possible. She wants to fix their favorite meal, bake their favorite birthday cake. She wants to give them the most special birthday present she can think of. And she spends lots of time thinking about the what and the why behind that gift. She'll reminisce about the day they were born and what an amazing time that was. She makes sure to let them know how thankful she is that they were born on this day however many years ago and how thankful she is for all that God has done to get them to this point as well as all that God will continue to do in their lives. She loves to celebrate their birth and their life to this point. I think we probably need a little more of uh, that kind of celebration 
in the church, celebrating the day the church was born. And what an amazing day that was. Celebrating all that God has done to get the church to this point today. Celebrating all that is special and exciting about the church because of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But also, we can celebrate individually the time we came to know Christ, the time we were born spiritually in Jesus by choosing faith in Christ. It's worth celebrating and should be celebrated. We should celebrate the life, the love, the hope we experience in Jesus Christ. And if we pull other people into the celebration, awesome. That just makes it that much better. So what should we celebrate? We should celebrate what God did when the church was born and still does in the church today. God brought the church to life as the Holy Spirit blew the breath of life into the people of God who became the church. God did a miraculous work of using those people to tell the good news in ways that they never imagined in their wildest dreams. Those people proclaimed the wonders of God in languages of the people around them, languages they'd never spoken, but the people around them were hearing of the wondrous works of God. At Pentecost, God began to do incredible works of the Spirit in and through ordinary people like us to enable the people of God to proclaim the good news in mighty ways. I, for one, believe God is still doing incredible works through His Spirit today. How about you? God is still pouring out the Holy Spirit, enabling the people of God to proclaim the good news in mighty ways still today. It might look something like that first Pentecost. I don't know. Um, I have a friend who has done multiple mission trips to Africa to teach pastors and to pray with them and to nurture them. And he was uh, sharing with me not long ago that he got to pray for a group of people who were responding to a call to ministry. And he said, Phil, I prayed in English because that's what I know. As he was praying in English, they apparently had a complete sense of what he was praying as if they were hearing it in their own language. And they were very real, visible responses to what God was doing in that time of prayer. Maybe he didn't speak with a different language, but it appeared to be that they were hearing with different ears what God was saying through that prayer of my friend at the time. Sounds a little bit like a, a, a Pentecost Day kind of experience. So Pentecost might look like it did Originally, or on that day in Africa and multiple other times, God's worked in that kind of way. But it could be a Pentecost experience in our lives and not so much look like that first day. 
but still be about incredible works of the Holy Spirit, enabling the people of God to proclaim the good news in mighty ways. I don't know how much of us, how many of us are ever gonna, gonna speak or pray in a different language, how many people are gonna hear in a different language when it's necessary when we pray. But I will guarantee you all of us can still proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ in relevant, powerful ways so people can hear it today. God could use us in mighty ways that are custom fit for the circumstances we live in, for who we are, for who we spend time with, how and where we serve and share. It's all mighty works of the Spirit if it enables God's work to be done and God's word to be shared. That's Pentecost, and we can be a part of it. God's still at work in mighty ways today. The Holy Spirit is still breathing new life and new power into the people of God, enabling ordinary people like us to be involved in the amazing works of God. On this, the church's birthday, we can always look back and remember all that God has done to get us to this point. I've heard some of you talk about things that God's done in the past, some going all the way back to when the church was in the middle of town, some who talk about this part of the church building being constructed and all that God did and all the people God used to make it happen. And then more recently, some of you have talked about the new part of the building and all the things that God did and all the people who were involved. I know God is still working because you tell me about it and the way that that's happened in this church. We can always look back and remember what God's done to get us to this point. But we can also look forward to all that God will be doing to continue to breathe life into the church, especially breathing new life into the church as we come out of a pandemic and try to get back to something resembling normal again. I know the pandemic wasn't about the church. The pandemic wasn't about spiritual life and spiritual health. <laughs> but a whole lot of us could say, yeah, it affected me spiritually. Sometimes I felt lonely. Sometimes I struggled to maintain my walk with Christ the way I did before. Sometimes I was just low and struggling because I needed to be with others who were walking with Jesus and I need to see them in person and I couldn't. I believe even coming out of a time like that, that the Holy Spirit still is breathing new life into the people of God to say, come on church, here we go again. This is not over. Pandemic doesn't take the church of God down. It doesn't take us away from who we are and what we are. Here we go, church. God breathing new life, new hope, new love into the people of God to be shared, to be proclaimed as the mighty works of God still today in 2021. So do we look and live today 
like that early church who came to life at Pentecost? Are we regularly being filled with the life and power of the Holy Spirit? Or are we just hanging out in this building looking a little like the church but without the life and breath of the Spirit really lifting us and empowering us to be the church that was given life on that first Pentecost day. I think it becomes obvious once we allow God to release us as the empowered people of God to go and do the mighty works of God. It becomes clear, it becomes evident that we're doing more than just sitting in our pew some of you back in your long-time pew for the first time in, year, in a year, right? There's more to it than that. The Spirit breathes life and hope and love for us to share. And it becomes evident. So, can you tell the difference? One's full of life, one's not. They're both balloons. They're both blown up. The difference is immediately evident, though. One's had life breathed into it and is lifted up. One has little life, and it just kind of lays there. On this Pentecost Sunday... Which one of these balloons best represents who we are? Which one represents you? Which one represents me? Which one represents our church today? The one that seems to have some life to it? Or the one that just flops down there in the church building and nothing is happening? I believe God can still breathe new life into each of us every day, breathing into us the power of the Spirit so we can be a part of those wonders of God that can still happen. Our Lord wants to lift us up beyond what we can do ourselves, filling us with the life-giving Spirit of God in just as real a way as it happened on that first Pentecost day. That's the reason we celebrate the church's birthday. God is still breathing new life into the people of God, the church. We need to celebrate that. It's an awesome thing to remember, to celebrate, to rejoice over, and to participate in. The Spirit of God breathing life into the people of God. 